0: Welcome everybody. Hope you're having a good day so far. We're gonna do a late night stream here, cover some uh some news, some research and open up the lines. So if anybody wants to call in, we'll have open lines tonight and, um, just kind of doing some research here, sharing what we come across. And, um, one thing I just did is I put out a video on the main channel about Biden's performance in relation to Benford's law in Chicago to kind of do an update on a previous video I did where I was very confused about why he wasn't following the, why he wasn't following the law, so to speak. And, um, that was very eye opening uh, to see. Okay, it's because he's getting eighty-two percent of these precincts, which are about a thousand per a thousand people in size, or five hundred to a thousand, let's say, and uh, that was landing him right in the triple digits. So it wasn't quite a randomly distributed thing with equally number, equally uh, small, or some small numbers, some medium numbers, some large numbers. They were all like. In the middle of the triple digits. So that's why we saw that more normal distribution. So welcome, everybody. I see people are showing up in the chat. Thanks for coming by the backup channel. Shout out to Kevin Dugan. Appreciate you coming by, Kevin. Uh, We're going to dive in here in just a second. Um, You know what? Let's dive in right right now. So that's not what I wanted to show. Um, This is what I wanted. Okay. So, sorry. This is interesting. I didn't see this until today. This is Larry Johnson, who I'm pretty sure is like a previous, well, maybe I'm wrong. No, I think this is the guy. Previous like NFL player, I think. And uh, he put out this predictive programming from a 2005 Microsoft Xbox video game called Shattered Union. And uh, people are seeing some similarities here. Let's check this out. And I'm going to play it a little bit faster, just so um, I don't get a copyright strike, hopefully. Let's check this out.
1: In a election and a tie vote, the U.S. Congress installs the most unpopular president in U.S. history as David Jefferson Adams becomes the 44th president of the United States. Shortly after the election, increased unrest, rioting and a growing number of militias have given rise to ever-increasing domestic terrorism. In response, the president invokes the Homeland Security Act and declares martial law on the West Coast and other areas of the country. Though highly contested, a Supreme Court ruling sidesteps the electoral process, disqualifying popular presidential candidates from several states. Public outrage explodes when a sham election leads to incumbent David Adams accepting a second term in office. During the 57th inauguration day ceremonies, Washington DC is struck by a low-yield nuclear weapon, killing David Adams and most of the US Congress. The destruction of Washington, D.C. effectively breaks the chain of succession, sending the nation into chaos. In an emergency vote, the European Union deploys peacekeepers in the greater D.C. area to secure international interests. With separatist sentiment rising, California's governor declares home rule and secedes from the Union. Texas follows quickly and declares sovereignty, taking neighboring states with them and... So this is pretty
0: crazy. Um, And and these are, you know, these these have been brainstormed before as possibilities. Um, We heard Podesta come out recently and say that uh, maybe uh, Washington State and California should threaten to secede if uh, Biden doesn't get in. So um, one thing that I'm foreseeing as a possibility is possibly uh, 269 to 269 at the end. Like, talk about a total uh, mess is if they ended it with a tie at 269. Remember, 270 to win. And so 269 to 269 would, it would also kind of uh, perfect. Remember that chart? I don't know if you guys, I I can't, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, The Biden-Trump percentage chart looks like, I'm going to try to look it up here. looks like the uh, Empire State Building. Nope, nothing's coming up. All right, let's finish up the end of this, uh, this video here. Forming the Republic of Texas.
1: Now. The once United States of America lie in ruin. The time for words has passed. And the Second American Civil War now erupts as seven factions wage war across the land. They battled one another to reclaim a nation, to restore peace, to rebuild this shattered union.
0: Oh, to build back better, eh? The shattered union must be rebuilt, and then that's like the trailer for Shattered Union, I guess, a a game where you engage in a civil war. And also, look at this, well, I guess this is after 9-11, but it's very 9-11-y this uh this still here so that is crazy what do you guys think of that also i want to um point out that we do have an open call-in line if anybody wants to call in just let me know and we'll open that right up and um shout out to the chat uh oswas uh annabelle beyond awake kevin good to see everybody and um i did want to look that up though i forgot what it's called uh Let's see, what's this guy's name? It's like uh, Julian's Rum or something. Yeah. Nice. Okay, we found it. So here's what we're seeing in terms of reported vote share change over time. So you have um, apparently Trump narrowing in since they called the states first for uh, Biden to make it look like Biden had a, a big lead. And then it just keeps getting closer and closer. I think they just called North Carolina. That's one that I wanted to talk about. Let's see. North. Let's just go to election results. They still haven't called North Carolina on Google. Or on uh, AP, I should say. It's like, what is going on in North Carolina, Georgia, and Alaska? Alaska's, okay, they've counted a bit more. They're at 69% now, but still, that's a joke. North Carolina's at 99%. I've heard that some people are calling it. Let's see uh CNN election map. Still not calling it here either. They are calling Pennsylvania blue. Um, That might be challenged in court. We heard um, some staggering numbers of ballots were not supervised going into the machine. Okay, but I want to show you something that I've been really thinking about. Uh, I haven't even had a chance to watch this whole video, but I recommend everybody go check this out. This is on Dr. Shiva's channel, link in the chat. Um, Dr. Shiva Ayadure, I believe. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, uh, Dr. Shiva, but... um, Really smart guy, you can tell and they're talking about uh, elections precisely I could- And what's really interesting is they found this uh, correlation here. And um, what we're seeing here is two axes with precincts plotted on them. And so what we see is um, a correlation between what percentage of Republican vote is received between zero and 100. And on the left, what percentage of Trump or what percentage Trump gets of the Republican vote, I guess, or Trump minus Republican vote percentage. That's interesting. Trump minus Republican vote percentage. So what they found and, um, you know, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. Um, A linear uh, decline of dislike of Trump with an increase of Republican precincts. So let's read this very closely. This is important. Linear decline. We saw that, right? Linear decline; it went down of dislike of Trump. So it's a decline of the dislike of Trump. So it's more and more liking of Trump with an increased number of Republican precincts. So I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. But I want to play a little bit of this, where they can, uh, let's. I mean, you can see these graphs here. So this this is Kent County, and these are all the precincts in um with these little blue dots on this chart and you can see initially there's some sort of like a horizontal trend and then boom it kicks in and then we see this uh line here and they conclude these two uh who I would call experts in this field i think this bottom guy on the left is um has been tracking possibilities of election insecurities and fraud and stuff it's just really stunning what they say here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play this um, sped up. I recommend everybody go watch this full video. I'm gonna need to watch this a couple more times to wrap my head around it. But uh, basically, they're talking about all these different graphs that they have uh, calculated, and we're seeing some weird tendencies. Uh, look here, uh, results, algorithm moves, Trump votes to Biden. So they're they're thinking that the only way to explain this, or the most probable way to explain this is that there's some sort of an algorithm moving Trump votes to Biden, which is very interesting if you've you know been paying attention to uh, some of the researchers out there that have been finding votes switching. So that's an important one that we're going to cross-reference here. But um, it says here, as precincts increase with a higher percent of Republicans, so more and more Republican per- as a percent, greater number of Trump votes are transferred to Biden. That doesn't make any sense. That really doesn't make any sense. Why would a high percentage Republican area want to vote for Biden? And uh, you can maybe say, well, the Republicans fell out of favor with Trump. Do you think that's the case? Doesn't Trump have like a 99% or he used to before the election, like a 99% of approval in Republican, in the Republican party or something? See, I could be wrong on my stats here, but it's very interesting to see what these people uh, are coming to in terms of a conclusion. So I just want to play a little bit of this. Let's start right here. And uh, again, hopefully, Doctor Shiva does not mind me playing a little bit of his video. Feel free, Doctor Shiva, to monetize this video, claim copyright. Uh, just don't give me a hard strike, please. Uh, let's let's share this. I think it's uh, educational purposes for uh, news and
2: commentary. Here we go. There's a percentage of them, you know, across the board. who just don't like Trump, right? They just don't like him, Trump lost votes, and that's just the way it is, okay? Well, if that were true, what would you see? You would see this. You would see all these precincts deviating from the norm, you know, at some distribution like this, all right? But that's not what we see, right? But that's not what we see. What we see is a predictable line, a decline of dislike for Trump with increasing percentage of Republican precincts. We actually see this. We don't see this. If Mitt Romney was right, you would see this. Or if any rational person would write, oh, yeah, Trump just pissed off a lot of Republicans everywhere. Well, across all precincts, you'd see this, everywhere. But what we see is this. In fact, we see a beautiful line, which you could go back to your algebra one class and write an equation for y equals mx plus b. And I could draw that line. I could calculate it precisely. So precisely, I could put it into a computer program. That's how precisely I could do this. And I'm sure we could do this in, in any function, probably in 5, 10 minutes. We haven't gotten there yet. Any software engineer listening can do this. So just to be clear, Mitt, if you're listening, if what you were saying, Mitt, that would sure be like this. But the reality is like this. And I think um, Mitt would probably find this a little more. I would be illuminated if you could answer this in some normal means. Um, so, so given that this predictable linear decline of dislike increases, it makes no sense, right? This makes sense unless a computer algorithm was in place to lower Trump's votes as a function of percentage of Republicans in a precinct. In this case.
0: Boom. Wow. So it doesn't really make sense, does it? Why would a higher percentage Republican precinct give less of their votes to Trump? And I, again, I could be misunderstanding what we're, what we're talking about here. I need to delve into the data, confirm, you know, I, I like to write my scripts and, uh, try out some different data sources. But this is extremely interesting what these two gentlemen are saying. So let's play a little bit more.
2: Linearly, okay? That curve, boom, it goes down beautifully linear. So let me let me just bring that back to everyone and, and I'll ask Phil and um, uh, uh, Ben if you want to add, but and we still have some other stuff to finish. But what we're saying is that beautiful point where it's nice and flat, Trump's actually doing well in non-Republican precincts and then it's like the switch gets turned on and it goes down linearly. Our-
0: so there is a period of time at the beginning when it looks like you would expect Trump is scoring based off of these, you know, national averages of you know whether people liked him or not. But then you see this ten uh, this uh, trend over time, a trajectory or uh, <laughs> a pr- uh, what's the term? Trajectory, excuse me, um, where it tends downward, and uh, it's almost as if there's votes being flipped away from Trump here. And again, these that we're looking we're looking at the end results of the various. um counts for each precinct. So it's also interesting to look at time series data, the little that we have. And, uh, you know, what's amazing. And I'm, I'm going to read these comments in a second. Um, like I saw this, I saw this post. I wanted to show people this. Somebody bought the Wisconsin voter data and spent $25,000 is what they're saying. I mean, uh, some people are speculating that maybe they, they hacked it or something, but they're claiming they spent $25,000 and bought researchers around the world uh, the Wisconsin voter data. And so there's just so many data sets that are being pieced together right now. I can tell you that for a fact. And um, different analysis is going to keep coming forward in the days to come. Uh, These are pretty complicated um, and complex programs that people are writing, writing database-driven stuff. So a lot of work and writing the scripts to load up the database and work out any kinks. And, you know, it takes, it takes, you know, like a week or two, uh, it seems for all the people to work together to do it. But I I do think if, if there's anything to be found, some really interesting stuff's going to come out soon and stuff's already coming out. Like what, uh, Dr, Dr. Dr. Shiva, Dr. Shiva here. And, um, who is this on the right? Joined by two special guests. So I'm not sure exactly who this guest is. I did see him on another really interesting video, which I wish I saved. It was something about, like, Decimal Magic. Um, let's see. What is Decimal Magic Election? Fraction Magic. So I think this guy's name is Benny something. Um, not Not Decimal Magic. Fraction Magic go to youtube you know what let's watch and i'll do this off
2: that could only be done by a computer algorithm in such a precise way over so many precincts okay it's not like because over so many precincts you'd see some random fluctuations you don't you see a nice little line going there phil and benny do you want to add anything to that discussion point phil's a man phil
0: so i want to skip ahead again i recommend you guys go watch this whole video again i'll let me link it up Um, Let me read this comment from Kevin, too, before we play the next part. Uh, Tim, wasn't there an overwhelming amount of local Republican voting, high Republican voter turnout, Trump or no Trump? I don't know, Kevin. Um, I don't know on that one, to be honest. But um, it is interesting that there were a lot of Biden voters who didn't vote for anybody else. They just circled Biden and turned it in. And they're they're like, you don't want to vote for anybody else there? (laughs) Nope, just Biden. I just really want Biden. To rule over everybody it's like oh that makes that's nothing fishy there right but uh listen to what they say about estimating the percentage um chance of it being uh legitimate versus an algorithm driving it towards biden
2: and see which switches are turning on it should be open source the third is hand marked paper ballots. And Benny, do you want to speak to that? The different yeah, yeah. the, the, the hand marked paper ballot is is such a, a viable solution to this because if, if at any point, I think
0: I went too far ahead. Benny said something uh, I think to let's let me just up. ask that for
2: everyone's audience because Phil's on phone here because he got what Phil asked Benny is what is the chance that that pattern? Let me go back here. The pattern that we're talking about is just a is just um, not a computer algorithm. That was a question Phil asked you, Benny yeah I, I rarely would say zero percent, so I'm say one percent um if you get in trouble if you uh, if you don't leave a little little room for for error. um, it's just not something you would see again the 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 engineering is reversing the 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 organization of the precincts. and as they grow in size, at some point you're supposed to strike an average. So that means if we got to precincts if they were continuing to increase and we had hundred percent turnout, then that number would just grow further in the size and that line and that slope would continue to go down. And that is literally the presence of something that is not uh, is barely germane to something that's natural. It's something that's artificial right
0: exactly look i mean this is pretty amazing it's a linear it's linear even down driving uh all the way down to here like it's unnatural well said um and i think this guy's name let me see uh benny benny smith is this one on the bottom here and then dr shiva great job over there um and I recommend everybody go watch that full video. They even go over solutions, uh future research questions, even including is there a coup underway and who's behind it? Um and then conclusion uh and the need for verifiable audits, automated automated audits even. Um publishing uh precinct level data on election night, publishing ballot images publicly for a public recount. I mean, this stuff is really now they're talking. Now they're talking. So Um, This probably scares any election riggers so much, this call for accountability, which is why I am joining people like this and calling for more sunlight on the process. We need more poll watchers, not less poll watchers. We need more um, ID checks and we need uh, more people auditing the data, more data put out there into the public record. So, uh, very interesting stuff. Speaking of voting switches, which might explain these uh, graphs that we see. Uh, instead of what you would expect, where uh, Trump, you know, has a similar uh, percentage of Republicans voting for him, you see, as it gets more Republican, Trump does worse and worse and worse to Biden. That doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. So, shout out. Uh, I appreciate these people bringing it to our attention. This is something I have not confirmed, though. I'm going off their graphs here, but this is something we need to look up. It's precinct data. Does it trend downward for highly Republican areas for um, the votes for Trump? And again, I'm not like uh, as much as I hate Biden, like I'm not doing this work because I want uh, Trump to win just because, you know, I'd, I'd prefer him. I want to understand what's going on with these machines, and I want to understand what's going on with all these anomalies, because if you see weird things happen and you don't explain them, and you never come to the root problem, then you never get better from it. And what if we're overlooking that our world is being stolen from us by people who control the very machines in which we conduct our processes? So that's that's what I like to uh, do here. So Um, Let's also point out, speaking of the switching, which might account for these trend lines, um, they came up with a list based off New York Times data of switches, times when uh, Trump's counts were decreased and Biden's counts were increased, I believe, by the same number each time. Let's see. um, Switched votes are votes that were taken from Trump and given to Biden, lost votes are votes that disappear during the counting from both candidates. So why would a bunch of votes just disappear from candidates, right? That's suspicious. Um, But let's focus on the switched votes from Trump to Biden. Now, they mentioned that there's also Biden to Trump switches, but that they're less significant and frequent. I don't know if that's the case. I would like to see those listed too so we can make up our own mind. But um, this originally was posted on the Donald And it got picked up by Gateway Pundit, who just put this article out. It says here on Gateway Pundit, In the post last night, we also identified issues with, or excuse me, issues we've reported on in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, where similar glitches occurred. We've next attempted to obtain more data on this issue so we could determine how widespread the issue may be, or if there are reasonable explanations. Then they talk about um, the site on the internet we were just looking at. Uh, and the author's claims. They put the stuff out. Um, It says here, the author claims that the data is from Edison Research and is the same data that is used for election coverage by at least ABC News, CBS News, CNN, and NBC News. Now, what's interesting is a lot of the mainstream um, coverage of election night, where they had all these graphics plugged into the real-time data, those have been scrubbed off the internet in large part. Now, uh, not entirely off the internet, we have our backups, but um, they, like, why would you delete your election coverage in the time of, like, abundance, abundant storage, cheap storage, YouTube will store it for free, you'll get tons of views all the time, you can run ads on it all the time, it's like, um, it doesn't make sense for them to do that, to take down their uh, live streams. So uh, this is the table, though, you can see in order of um, how many votes switched from Biden to Trump, the states, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Florida, Michigan, New York, Georgia, Ohio at the top, um, from 220 in Pennsylvania to 80 in New Jersey, 80K, 220K, um, and then about 20,000 to 15,000 for Michigan through Ohio. Um, Some states weren't as affected or uh, didn't come up with results. And keep in mind that this isn't always going to catch every single switchage. If, i, I might have just made that word up i think so but there's a possibility that uh there's some switching happening along with coinciding with another update that's happening in tandem at the same time and so then the subtraction addition might be more obscured so this doesn't necessarily prove or this doesn't necessarily uh encapsulate all of the discrepancies and anomalies so uh this is just kind of like a starting point for Uh, them to start really delving into this with lawsuits and the discovery process and uh, more time to process these records. And I can't wait as more and more stuff keeps dripping out of these research groups delving through all the public data sets. So is that maybe how we saw Biden take such a huge commanding victory? Is that why we see such a, uh, all these red flags where you see like in, uh, Kent County here, this really weird layout where it's horizontally, uh, trending and that right at, right at 5%. And that makes sense, right? Well, it doesn't make sense. Um, as you would think as the, okay, so this is actually kind of hard to, to visualize and I might be misreading it. I'm going purely off of the labeling of the chart, which always doesn't, you know, necessarily uh, show the process that the the, uh, the data was put through, but um, oh, this is interesting too. Kent County is one of the places with the swap, a forty five thousand uh, swap where Trump's vote was increased or was re- Trump was reduced by twenty two and a half thousand. Biden was increased by twenty two and a half thousand. Uh, Kent County, where is that? Pennsylvania, maybe Kent County, Michigan. So if we look at Michigan over on this page, let's see if it's one of the major places. Michigan had twenty thousand two hundred and thirteen switched, which is weird because this says twenty two point five switched or twenty two point five thousand. Um, so still trying to make sense of what's going on exactly, but um, what you what I would expect if this if I'm reading this right, you have um. The over on the left, you have the difference of Republican Party percentage uh, votes, or the the percent the the um, the piece of the pie that the Republicans get minus the piece of the pie that Trump gets, or maybe the other way around. Um, but no, I think no, the other way around. The piece of the pie that Trump gets minus the piece of the pie that Republicans get, and what you see is that. Trump's piece of the pie gets smaller and smaller compared to the um, the Republicans' piece of the pie in these districts that are more Republican, which is really, really weird. So um, this is a huge expose. It deserves a lot more examination, especially in these states, which have been identified as having lots of weird activity and switching and, and votes disappearing, a loss of votes. So this is another um, another thread to research. And that's why I look into each of, each of these things. Like I looked into Ben's lo- Benford's law and uh, I learned a lot from it. And I, it, I figured out why uh, Chicago isn't conforming with the laws for Biden's total. And I can move on. I'm not going to make that argument anymore. Um, I can talk about it uh, rationally. And w- so that's why we need to address all of these uh, various concerns and try to get to the bottom of it. Because I have a feeling that some of these are not going to be explainable. And yeah, maybe we bark up the wrong tree at, at first and then we figure out um, how they really pulled it off, what was the mechanism, You know, what, how they uh, deceive us through our senses. And, uh, and I, I think if we were to see how these machines worked and all the code that was running, it would be immediately obvious. But I, I could be wrong. That's just my, my gut feeling. So at this point, I want to remind people that we do have an open panel. If anybody wants to call in, let me know in the chat. um, And I'm going to put a link to the call-in channel. Or the call-in, what's it called? Um, Link. If you click that link, you can come up on the show and speak your mind. And uh, in the meantime, I want to show some more stuff. So let me see here. I'm also kind of looking at the news to see if anything pops up. Uh, here's some discussion on what we just watched. So let's read some of this commentary. Uh, the title of this post, which has 8,800 thumbs up on uh, the Donald, which is the Donald Trump forum, a f- fan group forum, kind of, or uh, his base. His base uses it because they've been kicked off everything else, including Reddit and Twitter and they found their own space. I love it. And uh, one thing I like is that they use Section 230 to their advantage, and that's why I don't think that we should just nuke 230, because groups like this can form and say, hey, if you're going to be Antifa and uh, disruptive and, and taking away um, from what we're trying to discuss here, boom, you're banned. We, we've, uh, it, it's, it's objectionable content. We find it harassing, whatever. I mean, just do the same thing that the, main, that the mainstream uh, tech companies do. Um, eyes to see says, can you make this YouTube channel? I can't find it in the live chat, but you found it out. Okay. Um, not sure. Okay. I'm glad you found it out. Good to see eyes to see. Thanks for making your way over to the backup channel. Maybe that's why it was confusing. Uh, we are rocking on two different channels now to spread out the strikes and prevent hopefully hitting that third strike on the main channel before they expire. So, uh, let's read this title here, but without further ado, Dr. Shiva figured it out. It's effing over. The algorithm has been figured out. Every time a Republican threshold was met, this glitch would kick in and take Trump votes and transfer to Biden. It's over. Good God, I think that's what GG means. I don't know. Uh, This is the smoking gun. So uh, basically what they found is potentially evidence of an algorithm running, redistributing votes away from Trump in Republican strongholds, and I'm just uh, let me let me show you uh, some something a little prettier while I read. Oops, not, wrong one. Uh, <laughs> uh, while I read through uh, some of these, I want to uh, see. Some people think that you know maybe this algorithm flipped thousands, if not millions, of votes to Biden. A lot of this is new to a lot of people. It's new to me as of just like an hour ago. When did that come out, Dr. Shiva? Uh fifteen hours ago. So this is within the day. This is breaking. People are gonna be scrambling to try to understand it. Uh right now I'm just going off of their charts and their uh, commentary, but I am, I am gonna delve into it. If you like the work that I do here and you appreciate somebody, you know, spending full time researching this and, and digging through all the claims made uh for you. Uh, consider signing up for patreon.com slash timtruth to to help me crowdfund the, the work here. I really appreciate anyone who can pitch in uh, to the effort, especially to get through this dark winter, which um, kind of sounds a little foreboding, right? I feel like censorship's on the way and tyranny's on the way. Who knows what's going to happen with this election? So um, I appreciate anyone who can pitch in a dollar or two. So, it's amazing to me that these states have not even been called yet. North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona. Uh, Kevin says, GG is a good game. Oh, I appreciate the, uh, oh, Ichad and Ilhan, I appreciate everybody telling me what GG means. I've seen it a lot. And, uh, good game, okay. Like, at the end of, like, a, a sports competition, how you go shake the person's hand, you say, good game. Interesting. My favorite thing about sports is going up before the competition and wishing the guy good luck or your your competition. Good luck. I'd always do that. Uh, well, I wouldn't always do it, but, uh, that's the way I was raised. Go wish your competition. Good luck beforehand and then try to kick their, kick their butt. (laughs) I was raised to be very competitive. Um, my mom was a swim coach and I pretty much grew up in a pool, uh, racing. So probably did a number on my mind. All right, so uh, let's let's look at some of this other news. Trump loyalists given top Pentagon roles after several officials resigned following Esper's oust, ousting. So um, NBC News, of course, trying to make this sound really scary, but uh, a lot of people are like, oh, awesome. Trump is draining the swamp and putting some people in there that help him. Uh, <laughs> like you can just see here in the comments, everyone's all pumped on it on a gab and I'm sure on the Donald. And uh, it's funny to see how, how different groups take different news. Uh, Some people are like, Oh, Trump might declare the insurgency act. And the mainstream's all freaking out about that. And then you have like the Trump fans being like, Oh, that'd be awesome, man. I'd love to see that used. So um, I'm definitely somewhere in the middle. I don't really want to see government force used against people for their uh, worldviews, because I could see that sedition charge that, uh, what's it called? Uh, I just said it. (laughs) The uh, Insurrection Act, and that could be used on Trump here, and uh, on Trump's fans if the mainstream uh, tries to shoehorn Biden in. So I'd rather not stoop to those levels of calling each other domestic terrorists or traitors just for having a difference of opinion about the election, but it, it's kind of I guess the crash course, collision course that we're uh, that we're headed on here. We're just on a a, a one way street, speeding along. Uh, collision imminent, apparently. So very interesting to see people shelling out twenty five thousand dollars as this man did, and uh, just. Spending tons and tons of man hours, tons of um, computer hours, and just crunching these numbers, looking for dead people voting, uh, change of address, change of name, um, running statistical models on it like Dr. Shiva and uh, Benny Smith did in the previous video. So uh, it's really kind of inspiring to see people. um, Now, we covered in the last video, how people were showing up, um, as having sent in their mail-in ballots and it being received before the government sent it to them, which doesn't make any sense. Now it could just be a data entry issue, right? But, or maybe it's indicative of something really weird going on with, uh, how these ballots were maybe siphoned back into the system. So, uh, let's see here. This headline says, Michigan, the voting dead. Video, so, video shows massive list of names having a public obituary and listed as having voted on the official election website. Great thing is you can check it for yourself. So let's... let's oh, it's an hour and 31 minutes. Let's check this out. <laughs> so they're using something like a Selenium WebDriver to make a video of showing every single person in their obituary. I love it. So um, I'll probably do some videos teaching you guys how to do Selenium web drivers. If you're at all interested, let me know. But um, I actually wrote a number of these types of scripts for uh, for this effort. I wrote, I, yeah, I think I wrote one um, that, te- well, what state was it? I wrote one to check Georgia, just like this guy's t- checking uh, Michigan here. And you can see all these absentee ballots that were sent and received and then they're showing right afterwards the obituary. <laughs> it's um pretty remarkable. It makes you wonder, okay, did they see, did somebody see that there was an obituary and decide to use their name? Was this their family? Uh, was this maybe ballots that were sent out that somebody uh, took it upon themselves to return? But then again, like, why did the application for an absentee ballot get filled out in the first place? It's like a, a multiple-step process, as you can see over on the right. Uh, the The mail-in ballot has to be there. You have to apply for an absentee ballot. They get your application. They usually, I guess, would accept you if you apply, and um, then they they send you the ballot. They put that date down in the system. You get it in the mail. You fill it out and you send it back. So there has to be an address that they're mailing it to you at and it should be on the application. So I don't see how they can't look into each of these things. Now, Michigan is the city, is the state where Detroit is, right? In Wayne County. Now, Detroit is been has been a mess. Remember Detroit leaks and them uh, basically showing this so big league politics showed that there is training going on that's very suspect, borderline criminal. Um, the, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to allege criminal activity, uh, but basically it shows us why we saw what we did the other day. And I think it's very interesting um, to note that the AG of Michigan uh, sent a formal letter trying to intimidate and create a chilling effect on the journalist who uh, published the... Recording of government workers, election workers, conspiring against the the people, it seems. So uh, very concerning what's going on in Michigan, especially the the gag orders that the government's putting out to journalists who are covering this and threatening uh, criminal prosecution even. But I'm just amazed at this uh, video we're watching here. It's basically just a selenium web driver just cranking through here showing all the data they've already found so what they did is that i mean people are running scripts like this all the time right now there's so many of these scripts running on all the different public websites and people are sharing data sets that they get from running scripts processing all this people are finding lists of dead people then people are doing like what this guy did maybe he uh was involved in the first effort part of the effort maybe he just took the list and wanted to show people that there's um Michigan obituaries showing up for each of those people but this is just actually I'm not sure what they're showing on the obituaries page let's let's pause it right here uh it says Gwendolyn was born on January 15th 1953 so i guess what they did is yeah like look up here they found her they found the URL for Gwendolyn Jones and then they just show it right after they show the Michigan page and very interesting. Let's see if there's any other uh, breaking news. I I do like this site. I've got to admit it's so much better than, I mean for certain things like it's, it fills a void. Like when you go to Google news, you're not going to find anything like anything I just covered in this episode. (laughs) And that's what I want. I want to talk about this stuff. I want to look into the election allegations of, uh, irregularities, inconsistencies, anomalies. And we have to understand why these outliers exist and why are we seeing these weird patterns. Um, all right, I think that's about it for that. So there was another thing that happened yesterday called Maiden Gate. About this time yesterday, I was doing a lot of research into Maiden Gate It looked like it was going to be huge. It was trending at like number two. I think it even hit number one. And uh, actually, the person who uncovered it actually got uh, banned off Twitter this morning. That's the thanks that she got was uh, complete banning off of Twitter. And um, she had started to reach out to a bunch of people who were checking their ballots and looking for uh, maybe previous personas, especially the maiden name. So as I'm sure a lot of people know, uh, after marriage, a lot of times, um, one of the people will change their name so that the couple has the same last name. Oftentimes the woman will uh, take uh, the man's last name, the husband's last name, and that creates a persona living out there that they kind of stop checking in on. And some people were looking up that persona, and finding that they they were registered in other states that they previously resided in, or they found um, that even had even votes had been cast. Now I don't know how big of an issue this was. Um, this this person who got banned off of Twitter was saying there was at least four examples. So that was early on though. The idea was that like as more and more people checked, there would be more and more. Uh, some of the debunking uh, attempts I saw were like, okay, just somebody with the same name or something like that. Mm, maybe. I-, I don't know though. Um, because it was it's like first, last date of birth. So to have somebody with the same name on the same date of birth, I guess it's possible, especially if your name's more common, right? But very strange. So uh, this person says here, they didn't just use dead people to make up votes. Because we've been talking about like the thousands of dead people that are voting. We were watching that video just a second ago of all the people in um, Michigan who were dead voters with obituaries. Uh, Apparently, I mean, they might've been different people or something. I didn't fact check it completely. It would take a lot of time. But uh, the claim is here that not just dead people, but also previous personas. So, um, Women's maiden names and the previous legal names of others were used in a scheme to create fake voter registrations and request fraudulent ballots. Now, I'm not saying this is true. I'm reading here about Maidengate, uh, especially because this person here who has a curse in her name, some some B I know is um, what I'll say, is what her username used to be before she was deleted. And um, I think she's now on Parler. Um, a lot of people are moving over to Parler. Let me see if I can find her. Yeah, here she is. So, um, here is a late a video she put out a half hour ago. Let's watch.
3: Hello, TikTok. I know you don't know me from Adam, but hi, I'm L. I go by some bitch I know. I was on Twitter. I had nearly hundred and twenty thousand followers on Twitter because I do independent research. I uncovered a massive conspiracy, uh, a massive voter fraud conspiracy, because it would happen to my own mother. My mother, who lived in a different state and moved, got us several text messages from a company asking if she was planning on voting in her old state. She mentioned it to me yesterday, and so I looked it up. I also looked it up under her maiden name. She was registered to vote, requested a ballot, and submitted one in a state she no longer lives in under her maiden name. Please boost this signal. Get everyone to check all the zip codes you've ever lived in in every state and check to see your ballot status. This is huge. I promise you that.
0: I do not promise you that. Um, this, this researcher here, uh, Elle, I'll call her since that's what her name is here. Elle thinks it's really big and kind of keeps hyping it up. And people get excited and, and also started sharing it based on just how excited she sounded. But, like, I haven't seen that much proof. I've seen a couple people respond, yeah, that happened to me, or something like that. But apparently she's working with people, and a lot of it's confidential information about, like, your social and date of birth and stuff. So, obviously, they're not going to share that. She said it's happened to at least four people. Um, Let's see if she posted anything about – okay, here she went on YouTube a bit ago. Let's watch this. Uh, what's that man parlor's not th- my favorite um how do we get this video to play uh, we'll get it is the number one app in the world, and it's like, I can't even use it. I guess maybe a lot of pe- more people use it to, uh, w- through the phone app than on the computer, but you think clicking on the YouTube video would open it up, but whatever. So um, where, where did she explain this? <laughs> I just wanted to cover this because um, a lot of... Th- this hit number one trending on Twitter. I was gonna do a whole video about it, just talking about what it was about, not you know making any claims, just catching people up to speed. And then I saw her get banned, and I never really saw much evidence come out. So it's just like eh, I'm not not gonna push this theory if if it's just her, you know, self promoting. Uh, but I, I don't know exactly what is going on. Uh, let's I guess watch this
3: there is Um, we have as of right now um, I don't want to say the exact number because I haven't vetted all of them but we have enough cases that are real um, where this is it's gonna be escalated and um, sorry this is just like a lot happening right now Um, but the thing is is that Twitter suspended me not because of Maiden gate well I guess it was because of Maiden gate but realistically oh my god hello i'm like perfect pristine person i'm just not and honestly like if you came here looking for that you're not gonna get it um but never gonna do that so uh, as of right now a lot of slander going around about how i'm just full of shit uh, because
0: all right so you heard she's not gonna tell us how many people and she hasn't confirmed them all so not really um you see, my, what I like about it is that it got a lot of people checking their ballot statuses and maybe it caught some more issues because that's one thing that everyone can do is go check to see if their ballot was counted and if not, raise alarm with the appropriate people. And um, if people are freaking out and thinking that, oh, let's see if Maiden Gate's a big thing, then uh, that's, that's a good thing. I think the more people are checking the data sources, the better. Um, oh, look at this. They're uh, they're actively trying to fact check this over here on Twitter. Uh, let me add this to my notes because I'll probably want to cover this tomorrow or today. <laughs> we got some weird hours. Um, they're they're fact checking this uh, thing that thousands of dead people casted ballots in Michigan. We literally just watched a video that showed all the obituaries for dead people who returned ballots, <laughs> absentee ballots. How is fact check in CNN going to twist this? Let's see. There is no evidence that that... Oh, no evidence? So what about the evidence that people showed? Are you saying that's wrong? Or are you just pretending like you haven't seen that? uh, Curious minds want to know. So it says, There's no evidence that thousands of people voted in the 2020 U.S. elections in Wayne County, Michigan. According to fact-checking by CNN and PolitiFact, There is also no evidence that a substantial number of votes were uh, fraudulently cast by dead people in Pennsylvania. New York Times, in fact, check report. So... What's your evidence? CNN analysis of a viral claim suggesting that there are thousands of cases of ballots being cast in the name of the deceased. Did not find a single instance of that happening? <laughs> what are you talking about? We, we can see this. Please do a little bit better. Let's see if they do a little bit better. One of the alleged dead voters listed, Emo Oliver, is still alive, according to PolitiFact. Okay, you found one of the dead people still alive, and you said, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Okay, of the 14,000 you're telling us you found one, like, it'd be great if you said, of the, you know, we took a random sample of 100 of them, and we looked them all up, and they're all alive, or something. You got to do a little bit better if somebody hands you a list of 14,000 dead people voting, and you pick out, you're able to find one that's alive. It says, she suffered from memory loss, but that her son helped her to vote in the 2020 election. Oh, that's interesting. So what about all these? Okay, so one down. What about the other uh, 13,999? So they they claim on their fact check page that ballots of voters who who have died are rejected in Michigan. Uh, do you believe that? Why would there be so many thousands of people, uh, requesting applying for absentee ballots and sending them back in if the if it was fruitless? Maybe maybe because they just didn't know and they figured it was working or something. I don't know. Maybe it never happened. But I just hate this. Uh, how they. Take something that's blowing up, and then they put it over here for everybody to see on the right, um, and then people come click on it, and they're like, "Oh, I guess there's no evidence." Like, what's funny is we literally uh, just watched the voting dead in Michigan. It's a it's an hour and a half video where it's just person after person cross uh, showing you the obituaries and that people sent their ballots in and they're like no evidence of voting. Okay, well, you're saying that you're taking the election board's word on it that they're not accepting dead people's ballots even though they are they are accepting the applications and sending out the ballot the ballots to the dead people, but somehow when when they come to the voting counting place, then they'll magically figure out that they're dead. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And also um we don't know that it's actually happening that way. And I was going to say something else. Um, it'll, it'll come back to me, but I just hate this type of uh, fact checking. Not that I, not because I, I want there to be thousands of dead people voting. Like if that's not the case, great, but this does not prove that to me. Uh, Okay. I think that's what I was going to say. So, They found one person who was still alive on the list and then they said everyone else probably was just thrown out when they got there, when when they sent in the application. But okay, that's my point. Okay, thank you, brain. It came back to me. Why don't they ask the obvious question for any investigative journalist who sees this story? What are all of these absentee ballot applications doing flowing into the state from people who are dead? (laughs) Who's sending those in on their behalf? What addresses are they putting down? What are they doing when the ballots get to them? How do we know that the election board is actually throwing them out? How can we check any of this? And I loved the ideas that uh, Dr. Shiva brought up at the end of this uh, presentation here, which I, again, recommend people go watch. Came out today. Um, need for verifiable inputs. Open source software. That's a huge one. Handmarked paper ballots. I like that idea. Save the ballot images pursuant to federal law. So there's already a federal law that they have to save the stuff, I guess, and maybe they aren't following it. But they should, like he says here, publish those ballot images publicly for a public recount. And automatic audits audit every election and um, publish precinct-level data, pull tapes on election night. Simple. I like it. And he points out how companies are expected to do a lot of this auditing and stuff, but the, the government doesn't even... Hold itself to the same standard, and um, what they're doing with the election counting is more important than any company reporting. I mean, with some few exceptions, or maybe like Apple and Google and stuff. But still, it's the U.S. government, so those even pale in comparison. So this is this is crazy to me to see this type of spin. I mean, it's not crazy. We know what they're doing, but or maybe maybe they're maybe they're right, but they haven't proved that they're right. And uh, let's just share this video with all those people out there. At New York Times, at factcheck.org, here's the bit, shoot. Okay, so at this point, I want to remind you that we do have an open panel. If anybody wants to come and call in, I'm going to put the link in the chat once again. Shout out to everybody for coming over to the to the backup channel. And uh, we're about to hit 1,000 on the backup channel. Major milestone. Thank you, everybody, for helping make that possible. Uh, let me check out the the totals. Oh, we're three people away. Three people away. If anybody's watching who hasn't subscribed, you can really help me Help me out here. It would be nice if we could reach that milestone together here tonight or this morning. So um, also let me know if anybody wants to call in. Just let me know in the chat. So yeah, Shiva's doing a great job. You're right, um, Raphael, in the chat. A lot of people are. A lot of people are doing great. So, uh, let's see. What else can we cover? Oh, let's just uh, do the rounds on the various uh, boards that I'm a part of and see if there's anything new breaking. There's just so much stuff flying around. Covered that one. Oh, look at this! This is a, an art. This is a video on USA Today, talking about Parler and Gab gaining momentum as traditional social media cracks down on misleading posts. <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. And uh, some people are like, "Oh, look at all these Republicans going to echo chambers." It's like, seriously, as an unbiased person who's been watching this, the leftists corporations, uh, have just banned everybody they don't like. And then of course there's going to be alternatives. What do you expect them to do? Just lay down and die? Oh, you guys are Nazis. You're far right. Because you don't want to, uh, just lay down and die when we, uh, de you and silence you. So I'm always, you know, I'm always going to defend people and their right to speak, even if I disagree with it. And I agree with a lot with the, of what they're saying, to be honest. Um, let's see, uh, speaking of Gab, this is one of my favorite research tools trends.gab.com and uh oh let's let's remind people about this uh video from uh project veritas where they uh put out some information about this guy who's getting slammed in the media and by the uh what's the guy's name inspector general uh just playing mind games with him in a two-hour uh situation. So listen to this and apparently they have a 2-hour transcript coming of everything that the F or uh, the DO who would it be? The excuse me, the Inspector General I think of the US Postal Service. And uh, this is going to be uh very interesting. Let's watch this clip again though. I'm going to speed it up. Uh here we
4: go. I'm kind of pissed. I feel like I just got played. And I heard him say to the supervisor that they messed up yesterday. That they and I was so I was like, Oh, what did they mess up on? And uh he told the the supervisor that um they had uh postmarked one of the ballots for the fourth instead of the third, because they were supposed to hit uh, put them for the third.
0: That's major. He overheard somebody say, "Oh, we accidentally hit the I accidentally put the actual date in instead of the back date which I was trying to do. Oh shoot, I put the third I put the fourth instead of the third. Wow. So let's keep watching here.
4: And so let me let me make good on that promise right away. Okay. This storm is getting crazy, right? And it's gets out of a lot of people's control. And so the reason they called me in is to try to harness that storm. Try to reel it back in before it gets really crazy. Okay. Because we have senators involved, we have the Department of Justice involved. We have yeah. all s- lawyers' teams gotten a hold of me. I, am not. Well, I am. I am trying. <laughs> this guy
0: doesn't even know he's being recorded. Just playing the fool. I am not. Well, actually, I am. I'm trying to twist your. I'm trying to twist you a little bit. I mean, I love that he corrects himself. I'm not trying to twist you. Uh, actually, I am. Let me just correct myself. I'm gonna switch my stance. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pressure you because your mind isn't thinking correctly. It's total like Orwellian doublespeak that they're doing on this guy, and it's recorded. It's beautiful. I love a good, a good audio recording just to show. The underbelly the underbelly of the beast just in all its awful hideousness.
4: Lawyer's team's gotten a hold of me. I, I, I'm not. Well, I am actually. I am trying to twist you a little bit because in that, believe it or not, your mind will kick in. Okay. Um, we like to control our mind. And when we do that, we can convince ourselves of a memory. But when you're under a little bit of stress, which is what I'm doing to you purposely... Um, your mind can be a little bit clearer, and we're going to do a different exercise too to make your mind a little bit clearer. Good okay? go. So, but this is all on purpose. Roger. I'm not scaring you, but I am scaring you. here.
0: That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I mean, how funny is that? What do you think this guy? What do you think this is going through this guy's uh, mind right now? Russell Strasser, uh, USPS Office of the Inspector General. Uh, this has been viewed 2.7 million times already just on Twitter. Um let's see let's see on uh on Bitshoot. And then I want to check on uh on YouTube as well. Oh it hasn't it hasn't posted yet on BitChute. Sometimes that takes a little longer. 172,000 and 179,000 on the other videos. So they're posting big numbers. Almost three million people have seen this Russell Strasser guy play the fool big time. I mean, look at these. Some of these quotes. I am not. I'm. Well, I am actually. I'm trying to twist you a little bit because in that, believe it or not, your mind will kick in. Oh, well, believe it or not, your mind will kick in if I just push you a little bit. Your mind is not kicking in. We like to control our mind. And when we do that, we can convince ourselves of a memory. And he—I mean, someone could be lecturing this guy too, about how you can steer somebody with the questions you ask and the way you present uh, what you're asking from them. And then they just ran off. He says, "Oh, just you know, I'm just you know, I'm just trying to be your friend. I'm I'm here as you know, good cop." And then as soon as he says anything, which I don't know what he said. Exactly, about, you know, recanting or uh, retracting. Um, This guy, Russell, goes running to the media, apparently, and they all just run with this story. Oh, he he retracts his statement. It shows how little fraud there is in the world. Hooray. It just makes me so mad. But this line here takes the cake. We like to control our mind. (laughs) But this one right here, I'm not scaring you, but I am scaring you.
4: It seems like they were trying to make me distrust y'all. And at the same time, it, it, it kind of affected, but at the same time, I was like, nah, these guys have had my back since the get-go. So I, that's why I continued.
2: Do you think these federal agents have your back?
4: At this point, no, hell Do you no. think
2: these federal agents are really interested in investigating fraud?
4: Honestly, I don't think they are.
2: And in fact, you heard Weisenberg tell a supervisor they were backdating the ballots to make it appear they've been collected on November 3rd. You still stand by that? Yeah. Yes.
0: So he still stands by it. He's like, "Yeah, absolutely. Why would I not?" Well, because the media just ran out saying that he retracted it. And so um I'm glad they set the story straight right away. This is the best way to address a uh, scandal or an alleged scandal, uh just come counter it. Say they're liars. Um and uh we also hear from from James O'Keefe that they will be putting out a full Situation. Uh, A full transcript, that is. They're going to release the full interview tomorrow. The post office has placed him on non-pay status, and he's a father. Combat veteran. Says this is harder than Afghanistan, what he's being uh, put through here. So, um, I think I think that the uh, media and the government victimizing this whistleblower is going to blow up in their face, and I hope it does, because I have no sympathy for assholes, and uh, anyone who's going to take a, an American hero who said something inconvenient to the ruling the ruling class who wanted to backdate the ballots, or maybe that was just an internal USPS thing, or part of a larger uh concerted effort. I don't know. But uh very, very interesting always to see what's going on in Project Veritas's world. Um so this is what Jack Pasovic says about the interrogation tactics here. Box them in, no lawyer, ratchet up emotion, fear, then offer them a way out. Update your statement, sign on the line. Pretty textbook. We had guys at Gitmo both better and worse than this agent. So uh, I also want to point out here, I've got this book that it reminds me of here called The Breaking of Bodies and Minds, Torture, Psychiatric Abuse, and the Health Professions. And uh, it starts out pretty interestingly. Let me see if I can read some of you read some of this to you here. Let me s- skip over the intro. Hopefully this is the right book. <laughs> I think so. Basically, it says, like, everybody would would confess under the, the circumstances that these uh, people are put under and then it, talk, it talks about just, like, the military aspect of, like, torture deriving. Um, it's a very interesting book. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not finding the part that I wanted to read, though. It's all right. It's probably in a different book. I've got a lot of these random. A lot of these random, uh, similar, depressing books about tyrannical governments of old and how they oppress the people and mind after everyone. So uh, let's see if there's anything else. Again, we do have um, open lines if anybody wants to call in and have your voice heard. And I am doing the rounds on the uh, various research boards to see if... um, see if anything else pops up, and if not, we can wind down here, but usually there's some stuff that'll pop up. Just gotta do the rounds. And it is kind of late at night, so I think more um, more stuff will be breaking in a few hours. And I'm just looking through Twitter at the moment. Let me know in the chat if anybody's seen any... um. Any other news that you'd like me to cover? Oh, that was what I wanted to... Sh- okay, I remember now. Rudy Giuliani put out something interesting. Him and Trump have both been saying, like, just wait till you see what we're sitting on and it's going to blow your mind. So they're almost implying that we haven't seen everything yet. I mean, that's practically what they're saying. They're not even implying it. Let me show you the screen. So it says, Today, the real Donald Trump campaign sued to invalidate hundreds of thousands of fraudulent uh, ballots in the Western District of Michigan. First Pennsylvania, then Michigan will go to Trump. This is Rudy Giuliani saying this. Affidavits will be published tomorrow. That's today. So you have those to look forward to. He says, You will be shocked, period. So uh, they're, they're basically going state by state, rolling out more and more lawsuits, more and more affidavits are coming out as people come forward and tell their story and it gets on the record and formalized and sworn in and all that good stuff. And um, this is going to be very interesting, especially given all of the poll watchers that were kept out uh, going against the law, I believe. So pretty much jeopardizing the entire process and making it uh, opening the door to a recount or a re-election. And uh, here's Rudy, uh, Rudy weighing in on the Project Veritas USPS thing. He says, what are postal agents doing trying to twist a witness? Remember, that is the word he used, twist. Or trying to scare him? It's all on tape. Will someone find out who Agent Strasser is working for? Now, what's kind of uh, interesting, though, I think is, let's see, Pennsylvania uh, Party con- uh, Record Consent State. So some states require two people, like everybody in the conversation to consent. Other states just require one of the people and allows them to record everybody. So Pennsylvania wiretapping law is a two-party consent law. But I am always, it's my personal opinion. I'm not saying this is the law. I'm not a lawyer, nor am I giving legal advice. But in my opinion, the government should always be recorded. They should always be, um, that should always be fair game. If they call you into an IRS audit, you should be able to record them without their knowing. If they um, call you into an Inspector General's shakedown, like this guy was, you should be able to record it like this guy did. If you're in a Detroit Leaks, or the, remember the Detroit Leaks uh, tape, which came out of a uh, election worker training session in um, Detroit in October, allegedly, um, that's fine by me. I mean, that's completely different than like, Recording a private citizen doing something private, right? That's completely different than a public worker doing something public. <laughs> so, you know, I, I do think so, some of these laws, these two party consent laws, are really stupid. I, I like one party consent. So, uh, Zen Buddha said, Hey, Tim, I gave you a raise in pay this month. Congratulations. Thank you, Zen Buddha. I really appreciate that. That's nice of you, um, if, if that's true, uh, and you sent some, uh, some funds my way. I really appreciate that, and uh, big props to Zen Buddha Master, and uh, if, if anybody wants to call in, we are having an open show, so you can call in, speak your mind, but I really appreciate anybody who um, pitches in and makes the show better. It makes me want to do a better job every day uh, when I see on Patreon just the number of people who are with me rising. So shout out to everybody on the Patreon. Shout out to the people who uh, can chip in however they can. And just shout out to uh, people chatting with me here and uh, watching the video. And uh, I really appreciate you all. So uh, let's see what else we have here. I, I think this is interesting that Rudy Giuliani says we will be shocked when they put the affidavits out tomorrow. Let's see, I think Trump said something similar. He just retweeted something he put out 20 hours ago. We will win. Let's watch a little bit of this. um, Laura Ingram talking about the situation. Trump retweeted this, so I want to see, you know, what are all these people watching here? 4.2 million views, and uh, we're going to watch it a couple more times here
2: the presidential election was neither free nor fair, according to a new uh, Morning Consult political poll. Now, of that group, 78% believe mass mail-in voting led to widespread fraud. 72% of that group think the ballots were tampered with. But nevertheless, Biden is pretending that the election has been certified and that all legal challenges have been resolved. He isn't committed to addressing voting irregularities or restoring faith in our elections, but he is committed to restoring the world's faith in America as essentially a blank check.
0: I'm letting them know that America's back. Uh, we're going to be back in the game. It's not American alone. Number one, I've got had the opportunity to speak uh, with uh, now uh, six world
2: leaders. The reception and welcome we've gotten around the world from our allies and our friends has been real. So I feel confident that. When he says we're back, first of all, has he seen the economic numbers? Well, he means that he'll continue the ignoble tradition. The four years to fund more terror had another request of Biden.
0: All right. So they're just bashing Biden. I'm more interested in. Um. In Trump's you know path to victory, if there is one, or if Biden's gonna uh, landslide here, so uh, let's see. I think he said something about what's gonna come out tomorrow. Wow! Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick offers one million dollar reward for evidence of voter fraud. $1 million, damn. Retweet that, get that to the right people. Um, that'll be interesting to see. Project Veritas has 25000 um for voter fraud, or, 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 or I should say a prize or a re- reward for newsworthy voter fraud information. Why does the lieutenant governor have a million dollars to throw around on this, is another question I have. Um, I guess that's not that much money if you're just rolling in it, though. Okay, uh, it's still, I mean, it is a lot of money. And uh, it's one of those, like, with these big reward things, you can always just p- be picky. So you can just have a, a bar where you're like, it has to be, like, proven millions of, of, of votes were shifted uh, to be eligible. <laughs> he says here, people will not accept this rigged election. Here he retweeted uh, Ned Ryan or Ryan who says Pennsylvania's dead voters are actually dwarfed in number by ghost voters nationwide. These are not the dearly departed reanimated sort who have graciously declined or graciously decided to enlist in the democratic cause. Rather ghost voters are those who never were. So um, that's, you know, one person's take. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, that's a big claim. I don't know how he would know that whether, Ghosts or dead voters are more prevalent. So I think that's one of the best arguments they have is that there were no poll watchers allowed in many different top uh, contested areas. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes out tomorrow. Where do, Rudy gave us a location, I think, for where it's coming through. What states involved... So he said, uh, he says, affidavits will be published tomorrow. You will be shocked. So I'm not sure what which affidavits. I guess maybe the uh, Michigan affidavits. Because remember, we were looking at that document and there weren't any affidavits on it, which are sometimes the most uh, salacious, interesting parts. Because uh, that's actually the witness testimony where they go on the record and swear with penalty of perjury that they're telling the truth, which always ups the game, up to the stakes. So um, let's see what else we can uh, show here. We talked about Maiden Gate. I think that that blew up just because people were so excited about that possibly being a huge scandal, but then it's like, uh, is it really? Um, I don't know. Like, I appreciate everybody who's working on this, but just because somebody, you know, Thinks that they're onto something huge doesn't mean they necessarily are. And uh, she just made it sound like I was watching yesterday, she made it sound like it was like the biggest story ever and it was going to swing the entire thing. And then, then I was people, including me, were like, Can you just give us like an eye, like a uh, what's the term, a rough estimate of how many people this is affecting? And she said, Uh, at least four. <laughs> and um, I, I'm curious about those four if those are actuals or misunderstandings or something. But uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to open up this uh, stream and, and open up the the lines if anybody wanted to call in. We didn't have any calls, I guess, because we're on the backup channel. But and speaking of the backup channel, we are just on the brink of a thousand. We're almost at a thousand. So uh, if you're watching and you haven't subscribed yet, uh, make sure you do, because a lot of videos will come out here that you won't see on the other channel. Um, and we're just one away. We're And this is the worst part. We're actually at nine hundred ninety-nine right now, which is six 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 upside down, and I I hate that number. So um, maybe it's just Google messing with me. They know I hate this number. (laughs) And did you guys see? I covered this in the other the other stream. The uh, World Economic Forum logo six six six. It doesn't even show up when you search for it. I'm surprised but you can see here, there's a circle that goes through these other circles, the O's, right? So you can look at this as a big O going through a bunch of little O's. And O is the 15th letter. If you add one and five, you get six. Uh, For example, X is the 24th letter. If you add two and four, you get six. So Fox News, F-O-X, is 666 in Pythagorean, aka reduced uh, numerology, aka gematria. So but look here, this is what really jumps out at me. This line cuts through all of the circles in such a way that it's kind of like the six, right? The six, you have the downward swoop and then the circle at the bottom. Downward swoop, circle at the bottom. Downward swoop, circle at the bottom. Downward swoop, circle at the bottom. So is this a hidden 666 World Economic Forum? Aren't they the people behind the Great Reset, the fourth industrial revolution, the, um, the dark winter? I don't know if they're dark winter, but all of these buzzwords that they keep using this is creepy too. I mean, geez. So, um, Zen, let's see what Zen says here. I would never repay Tim truth with lies and curse any person who would. Oh, Tim's Tim's truth with lies. I appreciate that. I appreciate that Zen. And, um, yeah, I try to tell the truth and and tell you exactly what's on my mind. Uh, and I, I'm driven by truth. Sometimes people get triggered at my name. Uh, that I go by Tim Truth. They're like, you don't know everything. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, if you've listened to me at all, I say I know 0% of reality. And I'm driven towards truth. <laughs> I'm very logically minded. And uh, I try to reason things through and be a critical thinker. And that, I think those are the principles that I want to live by. Um, and I want to be someone who tells the truth. I'm tired of all these liars. So uh, that's the meaning of the name, if you if you're curious. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this breaks down into um, going into January 20th and going into the Electoral College voting, and the certification, quote unquote. That's the term they use for the states deciding if the if the elections were legit, and then the possibility of the Supreme Court being ushered in, which uh, leans right. Uh, I think 5-4, if you count John Roberts as a Democrat, <laughs> which he practically is. Uh, co- he seems compromised or something. Conflict of interest, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe he just believes that. But Trump's got some more... Uh, Trump's favored in the Supreme Court, I would say. Uh, especially depending on if he can present a good case. And I think he's presenting a, a good case. It puts us in an interesting situation. Let's talk about this. So Trump's case and his lawyer, I should say his campaign's case, his lawyers, uh, they're coming out and they're saying hundreds of thousands of votes, 600,000 in Nevada alone. Uh, votes were unsupervised and it wasn't just because of the Republicans not wanting to do that. The Republicans were barred entry very suspiciously because the Democrats were allowed in, the Republicans were not. The Democrats want to count everything. Anyone who didn't want to go along with it were kicked out in many places excuse me, many places, including in Detroit, which is starting to be the epicenter of this scandal, I would say. Uh, Detroit, Michigan is a huge red flag. And uh, where was the other one? Uh, I think it was Michigan, right? Kent County. I think it was Kent County, Michigan. That was the, uh, yeah, Kent County, Michigan. There's also one in Texas, but I I think it's probably Michigan that they were talking about since that's more of a swing state. But we, we played that video at the beginning about, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Dr. Shiva, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. I think it's Shiva, right? And uh, he pointed out this very strange pattern, correlation between more heavily Republican-leaning areas and less support for Trump than for the general Republican Party. So why would a more Republican area dislike Trump versus the Republicans um, versus um, a lesser Republican area? That seems very strange. And um, in their professional expert opinions, uh, Dr. Shiva and Benny Smith said that they think very strongly that an algorithm was involved to suppress Trump votes in very strong Trump regions, which is fascinating. And um, that might also explain um, another anomaly we saw, which was the extreme high number of Biden votes versus other Democrats on the ticket. So, like, people are wondering, why does do people just vote for Joe Biden? Like, why why don't we see the same numbers on the rest of the Democrat ticket like we would expect? And uh, this is one one explanation for that. So um, let's see. Is there anything else? Oh, Rutherford says we hit 1K. That's a big a big celebration. Um, thank you, everybody, for making their way over here. And I'm glad we were able to build this channel up before the other one gets deleted. If it does, um, hopefully they, they won't delete both channels. At the very least, this is major because it allows me to have double the strikes. Actually, way more than double because on the other channel, I'm down to just two more strikes and I'm gone. But... Now I'm up to five. I'm actually up to six strikes before both the channels get taken out. So that would be uh, interesting. Although they could always like ban me in any account that's linked. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, Sarah says, "Speaking of, did Doctor Shiva win or no? I don't know. I didn't know he was running for office." Uh, Zen Buddha gets it. Zen Buddha Master says, I understand that your name means dedication to uncovering truth. We have all been buried with many layers of lies. We are all working together to help each other find as much truth as possible. Exactly. And I'm t- I'm on the same team as anyone looking for the truth. Um, And I, I think that, you know, first we have to really kind of think about if we've come to any conclusions for the wrong reasons. I had to, like that saying goes, unlearn a lot of the things I was taught. And then just start from scratch, even if it means that I have to say, I don't know, I'd rather say, I don't know and be contradiction free than hold some thoughts in my mind that don't make sense. And I'm just holding because I, I'm too scared to, to say, I don't know. So I, I embrace not knowing um, rather than lying to myself. <laughs> uh, so I think I don't know is a powerful thing, but I'm also terrified by, I don't know. Um, I do have, I do want to know. And that goes into so many different categories of things. But uh, right now, a couple of things that we're looking at, the election, the COVID hysteria, the vaccines, um, tons of other stuff as well. But these seem like the major stories right now. Uh, the reason I really am fascinated by this presidential election is because Biden's policies are terrifying to me. So I want to make sure we really vet and make sure he actually won. So we don't have to all go around pretending like, oh, the nation mandated that Joe Biden force us all to wear masks. And oh, it's a representative democracy and the people wanted Joe Biden and that means that we all have to do what he says. Uh, I just want... You know, first of all, I don't think that's the case. Even if even if he was elected, he doesn't get to deprive us of our rights. But first of all, let's make sure he was elected. And uh, I, I smell something very fishy. So, uh... You know what? Let's wrap it up there. I'm going to be doing more research and getting a show together for tomorrow. So much more to come. I think the next the next stream will be back on the main channel. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for uh, hanging out with me here. I hope in the future uh, some people might want to call in and, and uh, sound off and let us know what's on your mind and what, what you're researching. And uh, that's what these call-in shows are for. And uh, I also want, if people call in, I want to be able to ask people questions about the news that you know we're covering and their thoughts on things and Um, their opinions, and I think that'd be fun, so I appreciate everybody watching, and uh, thank you so much to anybody who's on Patreon, Uh, that's really the engine behind this channel, and it keeps, keeps us going, trucking along, so uh, anyone who can sign up there, I, I would, uh, I would really appreciate it, and put it towards, you know, continuing to uncover, like, uh, like Zen Buddha said, uncover the uh, the truth. Because it is covered. That's a good way to, I mean, it is, it is um, occulted, and a lot of their power comes from being the one-eyed men in the land of the blind. That's why, you know, we see on CBS, or I think that's why, uh, that we see on CBS that one eye that they put everywhere. Is that saying that they're the one-eyed men? They might not know everything, but we're blind so they can rule over us? I mean, that's kind of what's happening, right? And um, one way that the one-eyed... Man can lead over the ignorant is by taking whatever information they can find, taking it out of circulation, hoarding it for themselves, and if they're really devious, they would uh, inject lies and in confusing information to throw people off the true track. And I think that that's what's hap- that that happens a lot. And um, and and then what's funny is we have these major companies like CNN who does that almost all the time. Right, puts out confusing information designed to waste people's time. Well, I, I've got to say, allegedly on all this, right? That's what I think they're doing. But um, I don't want to like get sued or anything. Uh, but what's funny is CNN will come out with all this argumentation uh, that, oh, this misinformation that's going on on these social platforms needs to be snuffed out, and everyone needs to be deplatformed if they if they wrong think, or if they're if they're yeah, if they're wrong at all. Um, like now it's against the law to be, uh, incorrect. They're like, and it's not against the law, but, uh, it's against the terms of service. They're like, sorry, uh, you're wrong. So you're banned. (laughs) It's like, when, when did free speech ever mean that you had to be right or that you couldn't question what they tell you? It, It doesn't. That's not what free speech means. That's coerced speech. That's, uh, being prodded and given carrots and, you know, sticks, uh, to get you to do what they want you to do. So. At any rate, uh, let me see. Did I finish the thought there? Uh, CNN, yeah, they're the, actually the people pushing around the misinformation, disinformation, and yet uh, they point at somebody with like one one hundred. They're actually much less in a lot of cases. Uh, one, you know, one millionth of a footprint that they have of a reach that they have, and they say, "Look at that person spreading misinformation and disinformation." They're a a, um, a problem that you know. <laughs> they need to be dealt with and, uh, silenced. And, uh, it's like, wow, what about, I mean, that just talk about total projection pot calling the kettle black and they are, I mean, if they were held to their own standards, shouldn't they have already closed down their doors? Oh no. Cause it's not about that. It's all just chess on the board. They're making their moves and we have to make ours. So, uh, make them wisely, my friends, and uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Let me know in the comment section down below what you think. You can reach me anytime, Tim Truth at ProtonMail.com. I'm also on Twitter, timtruth one on Twitter. Um, what else can I uh shout out? Um float.app is pretty good. F-L O-T-E.app. I'm Tim Truth1 over there. And I really appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh let's let's stay connected, stay uh on the same you know, same mission here of seeing what's going on and adjusting and spreading the word and, uh, fighting back against these evil forces. So I hope everybody has a great rest of your day and, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, much more to come.